This is Believe in Buckeyes with Bryant, Browning, and Chimdi Chekwa. Man, we got a sad one for you guys today. I don't even have the same energy. I got a hoodie. I've been wearing this hoodie for days now, man. I probably, probably need to put it in the, in the laundry. But, man, go ahead and hit him with the ad. Kick off the show. We can get into our woes over here, man. Yeah, so the holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport and that is played from MMA to international soccer. Head to the bet online today and remember to use your promo code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And if you have any issues with gambling, always feel free to reach out to 1 800 Gambler. They're 24 7 to help you out with your needs there. But like we said, we're here to discuss the show. We're here to discuss the game Ohio State versus Michigan. Our guys weren't able to get the job done. We go up to Ann Arbor and we lose that game 30 24. A uh, tough loss on the road. Tough. We're going to get dive into it. But first question to you, Jim, man, where do we where do we go from here? <laughs> we don't, we no longer run the Big Ten. Yeah. Where, 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 where do we go? Yeah, it's uncharted territory for me. You know, aside from a, a year here and a year there, we've always been at the top of the Big Ten, leading the group. There's another, um, you know, big dog out there that has has overpowered Ohio State here in the last few years. Um, and I mean, I think you, you do what you, what you, what you're supposed to do. You pick yourself up, learn from, learn from your mistakes and, your, and learn your hard lessons, um, get better and put yourself in position to win the game next year. So I think that's where we go. Um, there's also still a shot a potential, a little bit of a long shot, but a shot to get to the playoffs. So, you know, if you're, you know, if you get that opportunity, you make it, you make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later, man. But those playoffs, I, we 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 get into that. But like, like I say, focus in on the game. Obviously, this was a game we just did our our predictions last week, right? Going into it, and it's a game we felt well, we knew, right? We knew that we we needed to win the rushing battle. That tends to tell you who's going to win this game. Whoever comes out on top of rushing, also it was very important to be in control of the turnover margin. And obviously, we lost the turnover margin, uh, two to zero there. And then we also lost the rushing battle late into that game, third, fourth quarter. Michigan was able to kind of get some yards there. For the most part, it was kind of hanging in there until, until late into the game. Um, but, I mean, from this, I mean, obviously not the ideal situation. This is not how we wanted things to go. Uh, but I guess what are your thoughts on, on, on the game and, and this, I guess, losing those components and how it really kind of equals a loss for Ohio State? Yeah, I think I think losing those was the difference in the game, but I think I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit bigger when you look at the full context of the game. I think um, just overall Ohio State's approach and their lack of ability to really ever gain full control of the game. It's like they was just it could continue to be close, but Michigan always did enough to stay in control of the game, and I think that was the real story in the game. And kudos to to you know can't I can't even call them that team up north at this point. Kudos to Michigan <laughs> for being able to gain control with that first turnover. We talk about losing the turnover margin, gain control. They were put in a position to make points out of it. They got those points. 
All right, they score. And then from there, they just maintain that position um, throughout the game. And whenever they needed to answer back, they answer. Um, and that was a story in the game. I think they did everything, almost everything right. It's like, you know, if you in the NFL, they used to call they call it the Patriot way, where yeah. <laughs> the Patriots all they always make sure they do everything to not beat themselves. I think Michigan did that. Almost a flawless game um, when you look at it, and that's to me that was the difference. You know, they got yeah. up. The mistake happened early. They got up, and they just did. Every every small thing they needed to do to make sure they win their game, and that's tough to beat, you know. Yeah, when you're a good team, that that, yeah. that that's definitely tough to beat. So I, I'm gonna say so because of that, I'm gonna say that. So what do we need to do, right? Like so now we're looking at the game, the actual game. Michigan plays a, a pretty, like you said, mistake free game. Uh, take advantage of their opportunities. Um, now focusing in on that, what did Ohio State need to do to get them out of that? Right, like you know, the, you know, what what should I mean? Do, what do we need to do to knock them out of that? Make them force them to have a mistake to make a a play where we could take advantage of it and get control of this game. Because I mean, going into it, like I said, we all thought we would be able to maintain, get a lead, and then kind of make Michigan play that game with us. And obviously, it went the other way around due to of the things that they did. So yeah. so what do you expect in there? I mean, what do we need to do in the game, in your opinion, for us to get over the top yeah. here? Obviously, we lost three in a row. We got to do something. We got to make some changes. Yeah, I mean, you got to go win the game. I think, you know, a, a key element in winning this football game is not making the mistakes, executing at a high level, playing mistake-free football, not turning the ball over. All of those things that we talk about that leads to winning and losing games. But you got to go win the game. Like there, there comes a point where you have to make some big plays um, throughout the course of that game to make it happen. Some aggressive plays throughout the course of that game to make it happen. I thought, you know, I thought overall, um, in an effort to minimize mistakes, to make sure you're not beating yourselves. Like I thought they did last year. Um, in an effort to do that, I think they weren't as aggressive offensively and, to me, more importantly, defensively, to be able to go out there and make enough plays to win the game. You. I mean, this is a evenly matched uh, teams going at it. Somebody has to go out there and make those plays to win, while at the same time minimizing the mistakes on the other side. And I don't. You just the house they just couldn't do enough overall to to win. And I'm talking about in all three phases. Yeah. You know, <laughs> special teams, offense, and defense. Um, Michigan edged them out to me in all in all those phases. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, let's dive into it, right? So. Going into this game, big game, big rivalry game, where essentially you always could say you could throw the records out, but you know, usually for the Ohio State Michigan game, like you know, obviously in this one they're both undefeated, so the records really matter, you yep. know, for you want to achieve those season goals. And you saw Ohio State essentially do what they did all season, right? They uh, they they ran the ball when they can. Once they got behind, they they leaned on McCord to throw it to Marvin Harrison Jr. And we and we did throw things and like you know what was the wrinkle right so coming into this game we know Coach Day kind of threw it out there like you know when you come a play a game like this you want to have some type of wrinkle you want to do I ain't gonna say trick play but do bring something to the game that maybe you haven't done all season that really put your opponent you know on their heels and maybe put them in a scramble if not for at least one play for maybe for 
several plays for a quarter, for a half, things of that nature. And essentially, we didn't see that out of our house State team. They lined up. They did what they usually do. Um, there was nothing there that I would say Michigan w- would not be expecting going into that game. And then you, on the other side of it, Michigan played very aggressive, right? So in the game, they went for it three times on fourth down. Uh, they were successful in those tries. Uh, we've seen the trick play. They they pitched the ball to, uh, I believe, Donovan, Donovan Edwards, the backup running back. He completes the pass downfield, which was their biggest play of the game. They swatch, they swatch out the quarterback. They play a quarterback that since I've never seen the guy play all season. And he gets a big run around the edge. And you've seen that they was essentially taking the chances, calculated chances, nothing that you would say like, you know, this was just a crazy, horrendous play, but they made the calculated uh, calls in the game to be aggressive, to give their team the opportunity to once again to either answer a score or do the, have the opportunity to um, take advantage and take the lead in that game. And obviously they executed on those things, which in this case led to a victory. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious what you know. Did they have a wrinkle? You know what I'm saying? Like, was there was there a um something that they had in their back pocket? At a, I'm talking about Ohio State that they mm-hmm. felt like you know if we if we pull this out, there's nothing they you know, they, they they don't have. They won't be ready for this. It's something. It's going to be hard for them to stop. They wouldn't have seen it on film. They wouldn't understand it. Like because it's important. Michigan always has, right? Like you could go through through all their film when it comes to Ohio State handled a few of them. I mean, they had mm-hmm. some double moves here and there, and all that. Ohio State handled pretty well, um, but you know, you you have to, right? Because at this point, you're you're talking about two teams playing high level football, mistake free football for the most part, limited penalties, limited turnovers. Like, who's gonna do something that blows this game open, or who's gonna do something where you really, really need? You have a drive where you have to score on this drive, right? Yeah. Ohio State Ohio State ties the game. Michigan understands if we don't go to score on this drive, they're likely going to come back and score on us, and it's a whole different ball game. They're like, we're bringing it out. We're going to give them something that they, they haven't seen before. Um, and that's the level of, you know, high-level play <laughs> that it requires something different, something else. And honestly, maybe they had it. Maybe they tried it. I didn't see it. You know, I didn't, I didn't personally, I didn't see it. Um, so yeah, I, I I I if I if I was a, a reporter asking that, I was like, did you guys have anything different? Did you show anything different, um, or something? You know, was there something that any type of wrinkle that you add to this game? Because every year, Arbo has it, and mm-hmm. you can bet that they've been practicing it all year and they're prepared to run it and execute like they did. Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, because when it comes down to it, right? I mean, everybody's. I'm not going to say in Buckeye Nation, we are. You know, we're pretty impressed with Coach Day's career at Ohio State, right? He wins a lot of games. He never loses to an unranked team. And that's good. Like, those things should happen. They should take place. But, you know, what are you doing to get yourself ready for these bigger games when everything kind of becomes equal? In my opinion, Ohio State could go out against Indiana and run base, their, their base offense, base defense for the day and they right. should still win that game, you know, pretty, you know, just do the talent execution level of players. We still should win that game pretty easily. Right. So, and that's what you, I mean, I feel like trustable. That's what you saw. 
you know, he lined up, he did certain things, and you did it every week, you know, no matter the competition. But then when we played Michigan, or we was in, we we had the opportunity to play the national championship, he had a whole spew of things that we have not showed all season. We've been practicing it maybe since the spring, right? We usually practice those things for the, since the spring. We practice them in camp every other week during the season. And every week as a player, you never know. Like we don't know when we're gonna pull this out, but you're yep. you you know how you know it you know it well, because once again, you've been doing it, executing it, the plus and minuses to it. Um, but we never see that out of Coach Day. And obviously we needed it this this weekend. We needed something, and obviously we just we didn't we didn't get it. Um so you know, in our conversation here, we know we were talking about the strengths and the the I guess the minuses of our team, right? Yeah. He was kind of going into the fact that the strength of our team, obviously, this whole season really was our defense, right? Our defense kept us in every game. You know, our big games, Notre Dame, Penn State, where usually our offense kind of started off slow until they figured it out and eventually they make that play to win. Uh, but what did you see out of the defense that you would maybe expected to see their wrinkle? What do you expect to see out of them maybe to give ourselves a better chance to win a game like this? Yeah, so I thought I thought the defense played well. I thought overall um, the defense really contained the rushing. Um, they played pretty, pretty good. I thought Michigan made some plays. And the longest pass play for Michigan was from a running back, right? So it took something different from them to actually complete something down the field in the pass game. So I thought they played well. But I, I did feel like, you know, I think every team has to have an identity. Like, this is who we are, right? And I think throughout the year, we struggled to identify what Ohio State's identity was outside of the fact that this team was going to be a high-level defensive team that can stop an offense, make plays, create turnovers, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, you know, there was they played somewhat conservative, which to me, it's okay if your approach is – we're going we're gonna to limit, you know, mistakes on offense. You know, we have some concerns about consistency at the quarterback position, and we don't want to create turnovers and whatnot. If that's your approach, fine. But you got to be aggressive somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought last year aggressive, an aggressive play-calling defense led to some explosive plays that really changed the game. And that was a hard lesson for Nose and staff to learn. I, th- I think they overcorrect. Mm-hmm. I thought the defense this year has shown the ability to trust them with more. <laughs> like, and I felt like if you're going to, especially that last drive where this team is driving down the field. And we need the ball. And you need the ball. We need the ball. Right. I think you have to pull out something where it's do or die. Right? Every, every single defensive play isn't do or die. But when they get two first downs on that last drive and the clock is ticking, and we're getting to four minutes, three mm-hmm. minutes and 30 seconds. Like, we got to go We got to go get the ball. If I'm Ryan Day and I don't do nothing with the defense, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm talking to Nose like, we got to go get the ball. I trust this defense to go do something. I thought they needed to, and it's not they needed to do a bunch of blitzes and all that stuff. But Jim Knowles is, is, is well equipped no. <laughs> well to call a blitz. <laughs> he got some stuff designed. And I think, you know, um, however, you know, based on what happened last year, I thought they overcorrected. And I thought so, there was an opportunity. So let, me, let me jump in. So do you think that was day call for them to stay conservative like that? Because, I mean, like you said, it's pretty uncharacteristic for those just to kind of 
sit back. I mean, they kept shooting the camera on him upstairs. You know, his you know, has got a very particular demeanor, right? And this, you know, he's usually just super laid back. He doesn't want to. He doesn't, you know, seem like a guy uh, that's gonna. He doesn't give him much to the media. But then you see some clips of him, like at practice, where he's like dancing and doing a little, you know, weird quirky things like that. But they kept putting the clip on the booth. He's just really the steel face, just sitting there. Yeah, I think he had like maybe some sunflower seeds or something. He's pretty chill. Um, do you think that was day call? Does like stay conservative, keep these guys in front of you, or so, w- w- what do you think? I think it's day's call because you know the head coach to me is a CEO, mm-hmm. and I think they identify. I mean, I think collectively, collectively as a staff, they identify the reason why they lost last year. Not just in Michigan, Georgia as well, giving up explosive plays. They're like we, you know, all season. They were okay with sitting in base and being able to minimize explosive, which is fine to me. This is fine. It actually is better because now you have the ability to add a wrinkle. Mm-hmm. It's only a wrinkle <laughs> if it ain't something you do all the time, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's not, it's something. So now it becomes something that's so much more surprising because you don't, the offense doesn't expect it. So it becomes even more effective. And I do think it's a day, day's call. And if, even if it wasn't day's call, I think it should be. Uh, I think they should be the one to say, look, we need to get the ball back. It's not do or die. Do or die isn't when they get to the 20-yard line and not in a position to kick a field goal and we get the ball one minute left. With this offense, do or die is when it's four minutes left. We need the ball. We need the ball now because we need to run off full offense. We don't want to have to throw the ball for a first down every single play. And I, you know, I think they should have turned up the dial a little bit on, on blitzing and being more attacking on defense. Yeah. So, so where do we go from here? Obviously, you know, uh, if you follow us, you follow us for a while, if you listen to the shows, you know, I kind of always give a spew. Probably last season that we lost, you know, if you lose three in a row to Michigan, you get fired, right? You lose your job. And then if you go through the history of like, like coach uh, Woody Hayes and on Ford, except for uh, Urban, obviously never lost in Trestle, you know, due to the other reasons they end up, you know, losing the Ohio State job, um, you lose your job, right? Do you think this is the the opportune time to to move on from Coach Day? Maybe get some of these other guys out there, Vrabel in the NFL, some of these other, maybe some of these Ohio guys back to Ohio to lead this program. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's a good question because you, when you when you talk about firing a coach, you better have somebody to replace the coach. This isn't this isn't um, I don't know Minnesota or. Yeah. <laughs> Northwestern or whoever else, where even Texas A and M, they get, get coaches kind of around. You fire a coach, you have a bad year next year, and then you come back the next year, and you like this isn't that. Whatever coach shows up here has to win now, yeah. and you got to be careful <laughs> because you see in Clemson they didn't let go of their coach, right? Dabble's still there, and they didn't have a good year this year. It's not easy to stay at the top. It's just not easy. Saban in the Bama, they figured it out towards the end of the season, but early in the year, there's been some challenges. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's hard in this era, in this dynamic era, transfer portal, NIO, and all this stuff, to keep a steady program, switching coaches. So you better have an idea of who that next guy is. Um, I don't think I'm not in the in the fire day camp, but I am in the the challenge him to do better and not to win against Michigan. Not just win. I want him to win against Michigan, but that's not my challenge. My yeah. challenge is to delegate play calling duties or whatever and become more that CEO because you have to empower those coaches to do more 
in a way that allows you to identify and better solve for some of the smaller things. I felt like it took us too long in the season to really figure out what our identity is on offense. How are we going to do it, have an effective running game? I thought it took us too long, and that leads to not being able to figure out other things that put mm-hmm. you in a position to win a game that's tough like this, in my opinion. What do you think yes, about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not on the fire day camp either. I, I would agree. I mean, he lost three in a row to Michigan. That's tough. Yeah. He needs to grow. He needs to. He got to figure out how to win that game. He has to figure out how to win that game. He has to figure it out. Obviously, he has not. Um, but since I'm not on the impression the fire, because once again, you know, who you bringing in? Like, you know, who is this guy you just this guy sitting around that's going to come in and make sure that, you know, the, the, the ship is right and we're still – kind of being competitive, beating Michigan and getting those, you know, those recruits and, and playing for the next championships, all those things. But I will say, you know, Gene, this is Gene Smith last year. I mean, he always said he retired. I've seen posts like, you know, he's actually done. You, you yeah. say you, there's a good chance you have a new AD coming in. I can say that, you know, maybe that, you know, that somebody comes in and say like, hey, I want you to hire somebody on your staff. Um, not, you know, maybe that person that can call the place, maybe – it's a quarterback coach that's just a veteran, and we we know we could bring him in, and he could assist with certain things. Maybe it's just a, a run game coordinator. You you kind of hear that that position kind of thrown around. So I can see maybe someone coming in that make something happen on this staff. We're going to keep your guys here, but we want to bring somebody else in to kind of get some fresh eyes to this situation because obviously the product is good, but it's obviously not good enough. So you know I could see some changes there that will. You know that, that that may kind of come down, especially due with a uh, new change in leadership and things of that nature at Ohio State. Uh, but next position, I mean, Common Court on the stat line. Obviously, he didn't play horrible, right? He, you know, kind of like most games. You you watch the game. If you're an Ohio State fan, you know you can't. You're a little bit underwhelmed by his performance. But yeah. you look at the stat line. It's like ah, through two interceptions, right? And I would say my thing about McCord always been is. He's not a guy, when we get to the big games, he can't have a turnover because he's just not that explosive to just kind of go out there and make a play and get back in the game in that manner. He has to, at best, he has to have a sustained drive to kind of, you know, get points on the board. Yeah. What are your thoughts at the quarterback position? Are we moving on from McCord? Are you opening up the competition for some of these younger guys? What's your thoughts on his play, and where do we go from here in that position? Yeah, so we're not going to a Big Ten championship. Um, we lost to Michigan. Competition is open. <laughs> to me, the competition is open. Um, I'm honestly, I'm not as I don't want to be as hard on, on McCord as the the fan base will be. I think we we know who McCord is, and honestly, I think it's somewhat unfair to hold McCord to a CJ Stroud level of standard play because he's never shown that that's um, he's that level of quarterback. But I do think he's even. Till now, I think he he was enough for us to win this game. And I want to make a quick point in that, you know, Michigan won in all three phases. One of those phases was special teams. Uh And special teams doesn't necessarily typically win you a game. There's opportunities to, if you do kick off return for touchdown or whatever. doesn't usually win you a game, but it could lose you a game, right? And there's, when a game like this, we lost a, a lot of yards on special yeah. teams. Their defense was in a position to have Ohio State's offense backed up. And our, our defense was not in a position to have Ohio State backed up. I don't know the percentages, 
But I know starting inside your 20 versus starting from the 35, there's a huge difference in the, the likelihood that you're going to get points. So that's mm-hmm. that's probability across all teams, all football, and that's a problem. And that's not the quarterback. I thought the interception he threw initially, he probably shouldn't have thrown that slant. But I've tried many times to pick off the jumper slant, and I know the, the receivers are taught to run down hard and not allow a, a corner to pick off that slant. So it's not just his fault. And, I, yeah. you know, I, I think that the, the, the competition is open because they didn't get it done. And obviously there's, there's, there's some more ability at the quarterback position to do better. Um, so I think that's what it's going to be for day. I think Dever Brown has a shot. I think Aaron Nolan coming in has a shot. I don't know who's in the transfer portal. Yeah, but we got Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln has yeah. uh, he looks the par. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're looking at this body demeanor, yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely athletic and, and he looks and, the par for sure. And I think particularly anybody who can run, who can extend plays with their legs, cause, because it allows you to still take care of the football if stuff breaks down, but still make a play. Mm-hmm. So even if they passing wise are equal. If that guy can extend the play a little bit longer with his legs and do pretty much what J.J. McCarthy uh, can do, um, I think they have a real shot to be able to um, beat him out at that position. Yeah, I'm with that. Opening up, let's see what we got. Uh, what else we got? Because, you know, I think that we could get more there. Um, so, I mean, going into it, right? Well, I mean, obviously we, we're down. We're sad. We lost to Michigan. We lost to rivalry. We lost the game. Uh, but we, we, we only have one loss to end. I mean, yeah. when you look at the strength of schedule uh, out of all the teams that are contenders, Ohio State has the the toughest strength of schedule. Um, what in your so in opinion, basically, so there is a chance here for us still to make the playoffs. Right? I mean, last year we did the exact same thing. We lost to Michigan. Now we got still got in the playoffs. Uh, Coach Day and staff would say, you know, we was a field goal away from winning national championship. I mean, obviously, it was another game there they had to play, but they did play Georgia really well, and that definitely went down to the wire. Um, so, you know, there's a window here, right? If the undefeated teams going into championship, we stay undefeated, except for maybe Florida State lose, um, Georgia beats Alabama, Washington beats Oregon, um, Texas plays Oregon State, things of that nature. There's a chance here that Ohio State could kind of get themselves into the playoff contention and back, back there in that position. Um. Do you think this team is worthy of, of, of those things or to get us a chance at that national championship? Are they the if, best one-loss team? If the if the committee gets on TV and says Ohio State is the number four team in the country and they're going to go and play for a, a, play, a college football playoff, the team is worthy. It's simple as that to me. I don't care who they – I don't care if they lost to Michigan. <laughs> I don't care if they lost to Purdue. I don't care if they lost to uh, – Glenville, I don't care who it is. The committee <laughs> puts them in position to play in the playoff. They are worthy of a playoff spot. Because what I always ask myself is, if not them, then who? <laughs> right? Michigan's already in. We know yeah. Michigan's worthy. They beat us, and they're already, they're, you know, I'm not going to say already in. They still, got, they still got some work to do. I mean, they lose Iowa. They lose. They're probably already in. If not Ohio State, then who else? Um, there's some other teams out there, uh, Washington, um, who could be in and Ohio State could still get in. Oregon, I thought has has had a good season. Texas has, they has got a loss. All right, they got, they a, got loss. a loss. Texas has some good wins, um, but they also got a loss. It, but you know, to me, if I'm comparing them to those other teams, 
then it's like, yeah, I feel like they're worthy. Um, at the end of the day, even more so than last, last year, they almost beat Georgia and probably were in a good position to probably win a national championship. But they were not good in three phases of, of the game. They were good at offense, right? Right. <laughs> this year, they are okay at offense, and they're really good on defense. They're not very good on special teams. So from that standpoint, you know, there's there's some work to be done. But I mean, if the committee puts them in, then I'm, you know, I'm gonna have my Buckeye shirt on. And I'm gonna be <laughs> hey man, I'm I'll be honest, I, I I disagree, with you. I mean, you know, I'm Ohio guy, I'm Ohio kid, man. That that the game means a ton to me, right? Right, it means a ton to you because you, you know, you came here, and you got to learn it, and you knew it, and you believed it, and you lived it, right? I've been living it like my whole life, man. So when you lose to Michigan three years in a row. Yeah, I'm like, how do you write the ship? Because like, we, wherever it is, it's not good enough. Obviously, we've seen improvements, right? We got closer this year, but it's still not enough. I feel like the team just need to. I feel like the Buckeyes need to be adept. So my mind says like, you know, everything needs to go around this it being in the dumps. How do we beat Michigan? Even past the national championship, the team need to be in the dumps. I feel like the players got to know that once again, our seniors are leaving. Our our star juniors that we have on the roster who are going to own to the NFL, they never got to beat Michigan. They never got to be Big Ten champions. Why? Because we lost to Michigan. We have these goals set out for the season: Big Ten title, national championship, playoffs. We didn't get. We don't get a chance at those things. Why? Because we lost to Michigan. And I think it's very important for. I even go as far as maybe lose some recruits. Maybe we lose a couple of guys to Michigan that we that we wanted uh, to be a Buckeye. So we lose uh, some five star to. Georgia or something of that nature. And I just feel like the whole program, everyone has to understand we are in the dumps. We don't get a chance. We don't get an opportunity to do the things that we want to do because all the work that we went into this season was all in vain because we lost to Michigan. So <laughs> I, I want those guys to live it. I want them to be deep into it, breathe it, know it, every workout. Why? Why? That why are we, you know, why are we playing in such and such bowl and not giving ourselves a chance <laughs> at a national champion is because we lost to Michigan. Yeah. I feel like until that happens, that's the way to write the ship. That's how you do it. Is that right? Yeah. There. The way so. to write the ship is to play more football and and, and win and, and continue learning. <laughs> and, and beat Michigan. <laughs> yeah, you, you got a long time before you can beat Michigan again. So I mean, yeah. you gotta you still gotta play football leading up to that. I mean, there's some guys who who, who had great years, man, who, who who deserve an opportunity to do whatever opportunity they get, right? Mar uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., um, I would love to see him play in a playoff game and, and showcase his talent. Mecca Buka, who has some injuries, probably won't be here next year, right? I would love for him to get an opportunity. Um, Travion Henderson, some of the guys on defense, uh, Denzel Burke, Eichenberg. So, look, from a player standpoint, you know, if they get an opportunity, I wish them the best, and I'm going to be rooting for them. Um, you know, Michigan's a lot, but we're about to expand to a 12-team playoffs or whatever. Man, I don't so want to hear it, Jim. I don't, I don't care. Nah, Every no. Yeah. No, so go, nah, man. No. Just say, no, you know, we canceled the playoffs for the year. We're going to no. go back and regroup. It ain't you got to live with it. It's a new You got to live with this loss to Michigan. You got to improve. You got to figure out how to get the job done against the team up north, man. But that's our show. That's our show for the day. Believe in Buckeyes with Brian Brownie and Chinny Checkout. We will catch you guys here next week. And uh, 
talk about the rest of the Buckeye news. But in the still, we still gonna end the show with yeah. <laughs> with an O H show. O H. I am. I am. We, we still Buckeyes to the heart, and we'll catch you guys later. Go Bucks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.